Welcome to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast, the space for healers, coaches, and conscious leaders on a mission to elevate collective consciousness. I'm your host, Danny C. Muniz, a former Catholic disciple turned eclectic witch, guiding you through the realms of astrology, spirituality, and the quest to escape the matrix. It's time to unleash the mystic within. Let the transformation begin. Hey, my friend, welcome back. I'm so glad you are here in this episode. This is our sidereal astrology forecast for the week of January 22nd. In this episode, we dive into the wonderful and amazing energy of the week. Our full moon in Cancer and what it is asking of us to look at to review which is always such a great time we also talked about venus and uh, mercury and what they are both doing and who they're connecting with this week as well as uh, some continued thoughts on pluto moving into or should i say not moving into aquarius all right my friend let's dive into this week's sidereal astrology forecast Another week, another forecast. Hey, my friend, we've got our full moon in sidereal cancer coming up this week. And we've got some other things to talk about, especially Pluto not changing signs. Yes, my friend, Pluto did not change signs. We're going to talk about that and more in this week's Sidereal Astrology Forecast. Hey, my friend, before we get started, welcome, welcome. Danny C. Muniz, spiritual healer, intuitive astrologer, helping you heal your past, present, and future. <laughs> we are here today with our Sidereal Astrology Forecast, which we do every single week, where you have the opportunity to listen in and see what the stars have in store for us this week, what the planets are asking us, and how we can work through, work with, allow this energy in Capricorn season here as we navigate life and business, conscious leadership. If you are a healer, coach, or conscious leader, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I am so excited to talk about this every week and to let you know that this is now on the Cosmic Mystic Podcast. If you have not heard, the Cosmic Mystic Podcast is live. It is out there for you to listen to. So if you want to listen instead of watch, <laughs> you can go over um, to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast. There'll be a, a link down in the description box for you. If you are on the podcast and you want to see the visuals, because uh, I definitely do share charts uh, every single week, you definitely want to come over here onto the YouTube channel. So I'll put a link down below so you can access it either way. Just know that this is here for you. Okay, one final thing. If you are following Sidereal Astrology, if you are wanting to learn more about how to use astrology in your day-to-day, -day, in your life, in your business, then be sure to hit that subscribe button and give this video a thumbs up so other people who are like us can find this information. It really does help um, get more reach. And the same with the podcast. If you are catching this on the podcast, follow follow the podcast first off. And if you could leave a review, 
that would be absolutely amazing. I would love it. I would be so honored and so happy um, to receive that and see what you guys think. See what you think. All right. Okay. Let's get started because we've got some things to talk about. <laughs> All right. So we have got first thing I want to talk about. And uh, that is this Pluto conjunction with um, the sun and its transit <laughs> of Pluto. So we're going to look here, my friend, okay, because we have got to see what is going on up in the sky. Just look to the sky and see. We see it right here. Sun conjunct Pluto, right? We talked about this in last week's sidereal astrology forecast. So you can hear more about that. And this is still going to be into play uh, as we uh, experience, <laughs> take the word, experience our full moon in Cancer later this week. Uh, but you can see they are conjunct in Capricorn. And Pluto, this guy right here, um, he is at five degrees Capricorn. So he actually did not move. <laughs> he is actually right here still in Capricorn season. Now, our tropical friends who read charts slightly differently are showing that Pluto did move into Aquarius over the weekend. So that is not that it's not that it's not wrong. <laughs> I want to say that right now. It's not wrong. It's just a different way of looking um, at the sky. And for me, I want to know what is actually going on up there. I mean, if we actually could know what's going on up there, but anyway, what is actually going on up in our sky, if we were to take a, a telescope and we were to look out, and there are some really great apps called Stellarium. Stellarium is my favorite. Uh, Stellarium actually gives us, um, you can take it and just like look around, like look around you and you can see the constellations, you can see the planets, you can see where the sun is, where the moon is, and it'll show you the zodiac sign that it is, that it is in as well. It's really, really cool. Um, I'm often, my love and I will take it out. Like I'll see a planet and I'll be like, oh, who is that? And I'll use my app to go and check it out. So I'd highly recommend downloading that and putting it up into the sky and seeing for yourself what is actually going on. Now, I do want to say with Sidereal Astrology, we are looking at what is actually in the sky and tropical astrology. The reason why it's different is because in tropical astrology, we look at very fixed um, dates and around seasons. So we know in tropical astrology, uh, Aries kicks off our spring season, which indeed kicks off our zodiacal new year, right? Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac. And so when we move into Aries, we are beginning the zodiacal year. Now, in tropical, we based that. That's here. It's what we do here in the West, right? It's actually when the Romans decided. Just saying. So they decided we're going to do it this way. We took that and we brought it here into the West. And so with the tropical astrology, we are basing it on seasons, now, there's so much more to that, but that's a very, very general, very, very basic idea, knowing that it is fixed information. 
But we both know that things shift in our sky. You can even see it as the sun is rising throughout the entire year. It may hit a certain point in your home during January and a completely different point in your home in, let's say, August, September. It moves, it shifts. And so sidereal astrology takes that into account where tropical doesn't, okay? So that's why it is a bit different. Now, we will see Aquarius, Pluto and Aquarius um, in our lifetime, um, and that is not until 2040. So if we are here till 2040, which I don't know about you, but I plan to be, uh, 2040, we will see the Pluto-Aquarius shift uh, happen. So stay tuned to mark your calendars. Pluto will move into Aquarius at beginning of the year in 2040. Okay, now that we've got that off, we see we can see it here, right? Right, we can see it here, which is key. We'll go back out here, and we'll look at our full chart here. So we can see Sun again is still in Capricorn. Our Moon is currently over here in Gemini, preparing for the uh, full Moon that will take place on Thursday, January twenty fifth, and it will be in Cancer right around here. So we'll talk about that in a second. But let's go ahead and talk about a couple of other things that are happening in our sky this week. First off, let's talk about Mercury. So Mercury, we see we still have that Mars conjunction with Mercury that we talked about last week, right? That is bringing up that increased mental activity, um, having that feeling of having to defend ourselves or be a little bit more aggressive with our thinking. Um, And we talked about applying this energy to more mental work, to studying, to researching, like investigating puzzles is a great thing to do during this time. Um, So that's that energy. We're still seeing that here, right? Even though uh, Mercury is about to, it's about to hit its conjunction it's full conjunction and then it will release it. Uh, We have about another couple of weeks because we have all the way till February 4th on this one. So, right, we have that one. And we also have this, um, as we, let's go ahead and move forward here, coming in with this trine over here. Whoops, where'd it go? There it is. The trine on the 25th, which is on the full moon, the day of the full moon, we have Uranus making this trine to Mercury. And this is going to be till the end of the year. So it'll be just for about a week. But this is really opening up our minds to new possibilities. There's a chance that we can um, encounter some new stimulating, um, electrifying situations or people or circumstances, definitely bringing more uh, stimulus to our thinking and communication, right? Because we're talking about Mercury here. Um, Your intuition, my friend, trust, trust, trust what is coming up. Um, Your connection, your psychic abilities, your downloads, all of that should be enhanced over this period. Um, Again, this is still really good mental thinking out of the box type energy. So any way that you can see if you're like struggling to figure something out, right? You're like, how can I do this? How can I make this better? Or what needs to shift in this for me? Use that energy. (laughs) Use that energy over the week from that, from the 25th all the way to the beginning of February, the 1st of February, to really allow yourself to just think outside the box. Like, how can I do this different? If you're 
you know, looking for strategies for how you're going to hit your goals this year, or you're like, Hey, I'm kind of stuck in a rut here as it comes, as it concerns X, Y, or Z. How can I look at this differently and allow yourself, right, to be open to possibilities and not the rigid thinking of what we think it must be. This is really asking us to be open to new possibilities, to new, new ideas. Okay. So really, really, I like, this is one of my favorite times when, when this makes this connection here to be able to like really think of things. Plus it will be in that cancer, um, energy. So it really will be around our emotions. So you might even, it's like a little extra, extra note here. You might even ask around the feelings. How do I want to feel when I do this? How do I, what energy, what vibration do I want to experience as I'm, as I'm doing this? Okay. Now, the next one we have is, I want to talk about is Venus and Venus over here. And she is <clears throat> going to be, right, we've got this trine over here to Jupiter and we have this uh, sextile over here to Saturn. So she is connecting with Jupiter, bringing in this like really good optimism, <laughs> really good, uh, friendly, loving, uh, really easy type energy, really social type energy for sure. I could definitely see a lot of social energy coming in. Remember Venus rules money and Jupiter rules wealth. So investments right now, really great time to do that. Um, reviewing money or money rituals, my friend, money rituals, really good to, and I would do this on the 23rd. This is a really good day to do it is when it's, um, when it, when they first step in, but this energy will be all the way to the end of the year. So any end of the year, <laughs> end of the week. So any of any of the days this week. So if you want to maximize it with um, Thursday for the full moon, also the day of Jupiter, you can do that one as well. Or Saturday, the day of Saturn, you can do it that. And you can even, if you really want to get really, really specific is you can do a planetary hour. So whether that's doing it with Venus, doing it with Jupiter or doing it with Saturn. Now, Venus is on Friday. It's Venus day is on Friday. So you could actually do this anywhere from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or you can repeat your ritual Thursday, Friday, Saturday to really draw in uh, some of that investment, some of those uh, those funds you are looking for, increasing your level of abundance and ability to attract money in. I guess you just found out what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and move into um, Saturn. So Saturn, oh man, Saturn is bringing in this energy of wanting to like feel that security and stability from a partner uh, or for companionship. It's like, you know, practical and common sense. It's like, does this make sense? So does the relationship make sense? Does this investment make sense? And being very, very logical. So for my fellow uh, entrepreneurs, my fellow business owners, you healers, coaches, practitioners, and conscious leaders, my friend, this is the time to sell to the mind. <laughs> Or it is the time to get them out of the mind and into the body. So let me explain that. Because we are so concerned with the logic of things, then you've got to appeal, right? The first case, you can appeal to the logic. How does your thing make logical, practical sense, right? 
We have the Sacred Mountain Retreat coming up in April. I'm so excited to be doing retreats again in person, live. And this is the first live in-person retreat that is kicking off in April. More on that. You can find the link down below. Here's the thing. If I want to sell you on the Sacred Mountain Retreat, I've got to hit it from the logical reasons why you'd want to come. Now, one of the main logical reasons I can see is that you are going to find a community of like-minded spiritual healers, coaches, and conscious leaders that you can then collaborate, partner with, work with, work with growing, mastermind with, accountability partners with, so that you can grow your businesses together. You can refer each other and build a solid network of people that you can move forward in life and business with. Now, that is more of a logical reasoning than me appealing to the emotion of um, connect with yourself, <laughs> connect with spirit, you know, uh, relax in the beautiful sacred mountain, right? Relax outdoors. That is appealing more to the emotional side. So I can bring you from the logical into the body of being like, you know, sometimes we got to get out of our head. <laughs> sometimes we have to think of things a little bit differently. And this space is going to allow you to slow the mental thoughts down and really come inside and learn to trust the inner voice more. So I can take you right into that. That's how you want to, or you may think about using that approach as we move through this, you know, conjunction here, or not this conjunction, this uh, sextile and along with the Uranus, right? The trine over this last week of uh, January. Okay. Keep going on. <laughs> so we've also got <clears throat> to move out of that one. There we go. It's like all these screens. I can't see what's going on. Okay. Now the other thing I want to talk about is where our moon is going to be. And then we're going to talk about our full moon in cancer. Okay. So here we go. Let's go back to the beginning of our week and we'll see that we begin this week with our moon here in Gemini. So Gemini is an air sign. So, uh, water signs, earth signs, hold on, just give us a couple of days here. It's going to be a little bit crazy. I say that because air sign moons, there tends to be a lot of mental thinking. It's really harder to focus. It's, you know, quick tasks, quick things, checking things off the list, um, running errands. Uh, it's not the time uh, to really get into work. It's more of like the research aspect of work or the bringing ideas together, like seeing how things fit. Uh, it's very social energy, very communicative energy. So writing emails, reaching out to your clients or potential clients, um, you're sharing with your community, teaching. These are all really, really great things to do during this time. Trying to sit and work on your taxes, probably not a good thing. Trying to sit. Now, gathering the information, great. But actually like doing them, no. <laughs> if you are somebody who is working on um, reports, 
This time's a little bit harder to work on the reports unless it's the gathering of the information. But inputting the information, not so great. Not so great during this time. And this will be here in Gemini until the... 24th, you'll see it move out of Gemini and into Cancer about halfway through the day. So we'll see this all the way through till Wednesday. And on Thursday, well, Wednesday to Thursday, and then moving into Friday, we will continue to see this energy in Cancer. So when the moon is in Cancer, this is an emotional energy. This is time for us to do some self-care to, to slow down. This is time for us to really get into our practices of being with emotions, being with self, whether that's journaling, meditating, um, feeling through things, your emotions might be a little bit higher than they normally are. Um, this is also because it is cancer, it's time to connect to the moon, which is really nice because we have this full moon here. And we also want to connect with our home, connect with our family. You might even wanting to, you might want to stay home or you might not want to go out. You might want to stay home because it's like in Gemini, we went out and we, we connected with people. We, are, we were that social butterfly moving around. And then we move into cancer and it's like, okay, I'm ready to be home. I'm ready to recoup, I'm ready to like restore. And it's a really good time to to fill our cup during our water moons. You can also work on creative projects, emotional content maybe that you're wanting to write or, or work with or share about. You can also like the creative aspect of design or even being creative in whatever way you are creative. Um, I'm really creative with making my different drinks that I love to drink. Or sometimes I get really creative with my hair, especially when it was a lot longer. I used to get really creative with my hair. And so there may be things that you want to, uh, that you may be creative in, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that you're an artist or that, you know, you really make these representations uh, of expressing your art through paint uh, or drawing, but it can be in creative with ideas. It can be creativity with the way that you do something. Okay. And then uh, we move through here to Saturday. There we go. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday will be in the energy of Leo. Leo is the fire sign. So we recouped um, on, on Thursday and Friday, and then we step out and we're ready to be in the spotlight, ready to be seen, ready to take action, uh, ready to lead and have some fun and be playful in the, in the Leo energy. Leo is a really good time to be visible, be seen, kind of put yourself out there. Also to be uh, uh, to play with inner child, do some inner child work, really good time for that. And also to be, to step into leadership, to step into how you like to lead. And then finally, let's talk about our full moon. We have our full moon here. There we go. Our full moon in Cancer. You can see our Cancer right here. We have this square over here to Jupiter, and we have this opposition to Pluto and the sun. So let's talk really quick. As I look at this, um, I actually pulled a, a card, a tarot card for the Enlightened Soul Circles community. I do this every single Monday. And so today when I pulled the card, it was, um, 
it's over there. I was like, it's over there. It's a reversed Knight of Cups. And as I was looking, you know, looking at the themes and talking about the themes of that particular card, there's a lot of ideas of inadequacy. There's ideas of worried about what other people think or the perception, right? In how do I want to be known? How do I want to be seen? And it's really interesting because with this opposition here of the sun and moon, we're looking at um, Capricorn and Cancer. Capricorn is very much about making a name for myself in my very professional persona. And cancer is how I relate and work with my home and my family and my like my my intimate relationships, right? And so when we look at both of these, Capricorn's about being like the best at what you can do in your job, being that person, right, that is known for whatever that is. And cancer is about home. So it's this, you know, battle between being in business or being in that professional persona and being at home, being with family, being um, even even if you don't maybe you live alone, it doesn't necessarily mean, but it's that it's like your family or you know, it can be your space, your actual physical home. How are you enjoying your space? How are you being in your space, right? And so there's this idea of finding that balance and identifying, have I been leaning more into work? Have I been leaning more into home? And where do I kind of want to be with this energy? Um, because we see with this Pluto energy in particular, um, it's really a time for us to explore some of those deeper understandings of how we feel about being at home and how we feel about being at work and how we want to address any, whoops, any patterns or emotional uh, roller coasters that we may be experiencing through this. It's also, you know, there could be some dramatic mood swings and it's not that I want you to say to not have them. It's to identify where they're coming from. Our emotions are simply here to guide us, to lead us, to bring to our attention something. So we can allow ourselves to tune in, right? Tune into the energy of our feelings, how we feel about something, how we are reviewing, right? How we are viewing something. And so with this full moon, we can release any of those feelings of inadequacy that we may be feeling based on an expectation or an, or an, um, uh, a goal that somebody has that is not our own. So there's a really good time to look at what is it that, especially with Capricorn being our sun in our, like our sun moving through Capricorn right now, we can look at how, right? How, or let me phrase it this way. What do I want to release around the expectations of others in the way I want to show up at work, the way I want to show up in my business, the way that I want to show up in my family. My friend, this is your sidereal astrology forecast for the week of January 22nd uh, through the 28th. I'll be back with a new sidereal astrology forecast next week. So stay tuned for that. As always, my friend, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath with me. 
Yeah. Hmm. And find peace. Mm.